Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Stacy, it couldn't be a more perfect time to welcome back our sponsor, KiwiCo. We love their super cool art and steam projects, and we're looking for creative ways to keep them busy. Yes. KiwiCo makes it so easy with fun projects that also happen to stretch their brains. But shh, don't tell the kids that. My favorite part is that every KiwiCo crate comes with everything your child needs for their project. They can get started right away. No shopping or legwork for us. You can help with a project for some quality time or hand the whole box over. Either way, it's easy breezy. A thoughtful activity for them, options for us, and no extra work or setup required. I'm also amazed at the huge range of projects. There's something for kids of all ages, from Emmett, who's six, to Ella, who's nine, and even Oliver, who's 11. And it doesn't stop there. Isaac is 14 and loves the Eureka crates, which come with amazing projects like building your own articulated lamp and an electric sharpener. And to be honest, I've been eyeing the maker crates for me. Such fun crafts that are perfect for teens and older hobbyists. Because to be honest, after last year, I'm craving some screen-free time for myself too this summer. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com backslash didn't I just feed you. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash didn't I just feed you. I love the thought of like, okay, so you make a veggie sandwich, but maybe there's also like frozen chicken nuggets in there. So you're not worried about their like protein intake. And it's just another like really appealing opportunity for them to try veggies. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding kids. Hey there. I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And you know already what we're going to say about ratings and reviews, right? I know you hear it all the time from all your favorite podcasters, but it truly helps other people discover us. And honestly, it kind of delights us too. And I think that should count for something. <laughs> I actually think that may be the most important reason <laughs> to do it. <laughs> oh, Billis. I need your help. Talk to me. It is squarely back to school time in our house. We've been back to school for like two weeks. And I don't know, is my mojo busted? I cannot figure out delicious ways to send veggies in lunchboxes. And I feel like you are an expert in this. I'm just going to make you an expert. (laughs) Because you also introduced me to the idea of lunchbox vegetables, which are just the veggies that you always have in your cart or always in your grocery order, however you're shopping, because you know your kids will eat them. They're easy to pack. They hold up well to packing. Help 
a sister in school lunch solidarity out? All right. So I think that the way that I have always thought about packing vegetables in school lunch is that there needs to be a whole variety of vegetables. I actually just want to back up for one second and talk about like why this even mattered to me and why I put effort into thinking about packing vegetables in school lunch in relative abundance and creatively in the hopes that my kids would eat them. It's not because I want to brag that there's so much, like my kids ate so many vegetables in school lunch. Nope. (laughs) It's literally just because the more opportunity they had to eat vegetables at lunchtime and the more they actually did eat vegetables at lunchtime, the less pressure I felt on dinner. And that was my number one goal was to make dinner easy because especially in the transition period between summer and back to school. And let's be honest, back to school starts the minute you get a groove on, it's the freaking holiday season. So it kind of feels a little tiny bit like a shit show until like January. (laughs) Sorry, but that's how it feels to me. <laughs> and then it's kind of even its own different kind of shit show because it's dr- dreary winter and you're just over it. Yes. My motive here is not about like, oh, vegetables, like everything healthy. It's really, it was to ease my anxiety around dinner that, yes, I'm going to put vegetables in front of my kids at dinner time, but. If I don't, or if I can only make one vegetable and they happen not to want that vegetable that night, that even over the course of a week, it won't stress me out. And that I said week on purpose because nobody who's listening is allowed to get stressed about what their kid eats in one day. I mean, you're allowed. No. We honor all of your feelings. But guys, be easier on yourselves, truly. Yes. Okay. Wait, can I ask a question before we dive any further in? How come lunchbox vegetables and not breakfast vegetables? Yes. Well, we actually debated what this episode should be about, right? And you wanted to talk about how to get vegetables in more all day, day. which is mostly not about my kids and about me. Like I just want to (laughs) eat. Well, I do think that we need to, we should talk about that, but I really feel like school lunch is a big opportunity that maybe we can help people if they don't already think of it that way, help shift their mindset to thinking about it that way, where your kids have a bunch of foods in front of them away from you. Yes. So they have like the freedom. They don't have you watching them. And that's going to play out in all different ways, folks. That doesn't mean that they're suddenly going to eat carrots because you're not the watchful eye over them. It might mean that they don't eat carrots, but it is a different kind of eating experience than breakfast and dinner. And I think there's a lot of opportunity that we can till in lunch that I wanted to go really deep into. Also, I feel like we've talked a lot about serving vegetables at dinner, but we can talk more. And also vegetables at breakfast, we've touched on it. I can work sure. only so far you can go. And also I would say we've talked about sort of this idea that Food media in a weird way makes vegetables this like holy grail for kids. Like, oh, they have to eat more fruits and vegetables, which yes, but and also no. Like if your kid is really into fruit and gets lots of like fiber and vitamins and nutrients from fruit, then it's not really a big deal. Like, don't worry about fruit, the veggie part of it. Just like let them enjoy the fruit. But then also vegetables are just such a great opportunity to 
enjoy more flavors and get our kids to try a more variety of food. So it's like less for us about making sure that your kids are getting the nutrients of veggies, that they're like fiberful and that they love kale and more just like that they're open to trying new foods all the time and trying them cooked and seasoned in right. a different way. And so that's where I think lunch is really this golden opportunity, but it can feel stressful if you don't kind of have a bunch of ideas and inspiration ready to go. Cause it's like, well, you know? Yeah. Or I get in ruts. Yeah. I, mean, I get where it's just like, oh, okay, it's another freaking cucumber. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So let's start with cucumbers because <laughs> okay, the lunchbox veggie concept was just the things that even if I didn't meal plan, even if I didn't make a grocery list, I knew I was going to always grab carrots. Red pepper is huge in my house cucumber avocado like done but it doesn't have to be those veggies for your family like if your kid loves right. um i don't know is like in a broccoli phase then buy a broccoli big cherry tomatoes oh yeah cherry or, tomatoes you know, are on my list cher cherubs thing yes yes are big huge in, our house. in my house that's cherry tomatoes are oliver's favorite vegetables so vegetable <laughs> even though technically they're fruit but you know same difference yes, right? yes okay yes. so I always packed lunch in a planet box. So there was always room for fruit, vegetable, something extra, and then the like, quote unquote, main. So that took care of the vegetable compartment. Okay. Right. Then I have the fruit compartment. To your point, it's back up. Don't be stressed if they don't eat the baby carrots and red pepper and they eat all the raspberries. Awesome. Awesome. Like that is a win. You, you won. won. You won. You won. Yes. Okay. But I think that the real fun comes in thinking about that little like extra compartment, you know, a little snack. I mean, TBH, my kids want that, <laughs> want that little extra thing to be something. Treat like. Yeah. And chocolate covered. Yeah. So we're going to get to. Sugar There filled. are ways that you can incorporate vegetables in that. But a lot of times it was like, you know, fruit gummies or fruit roll-ups or a cliff bar z-bar yeah, something like that yeah also just one quick tip i learned from cindy ray who's a former guest she gives her kids their gummy vitamins in their, or their multivitamins in that little extra treat, component. treat yes. thing yes. yeah like chocolate covered something or like trail mix with popcorn and chocolate chips something like that yes okay but still we'll talk about that little treat thing and then the main lunch i think that there's so many ways to get vegetables in the main lunch that people don't think about especially when you're on autopilot and you just you know turkey sandwich some butter sandwich leftovers you know which yeah. is just easy and hey, sometimes you do need to go there. It's a long school year. <laughs> like, yes. don't feel bad when you're in a rut. Pace yourself. Pace yourself. Don't feel bad. School lunch doesn't have to be packed full of veggies. But when you listen to this, when you bookmark it and you're in a rut, but you're ready to get out of it and you listen again, here are some thoughts. So we've talked about this several times. I feel like my kids really like grilled cheese, quesadillas, anything where the cheese was once hot, even though it is no longer hot and melty and cheese pulley, they still like to eat it. I know your kids do too. So I don't know. Not everybody's kid is into that. They need the grilled cheese yes. to be hot. But if your kids are like ours, grilled cheese and quesadilla is like number one place to add veggies. Because you can grate them or thinly totally. slice them. 
or even like saute them and then incorporate it as part of the filling. I thought you were going to say because there's cheese, but yes, you're more <laughs> technical and correct. Well, that's a given. <laughs> and then because cheese, right? So avocado, shredded spinach. I love having a bag of shredded carrots on hand, so I won't just buy regular or baby carrots. That kind of depends on my mood. I go back and forth. But a bag of shredded carrots is also fantastic. Yes. And to that point, my kids are very into bagels and cream cheese. And one of the ways that they will eat carrots and red pepper and cucumber is incorporated either into a veggie grilled cheese or like attached to the bagel with the cream cheese. Love it. Yes. Pizza along the same lines, you know, English muffin pizza. Uh, If it's leftover pizza, it either has veggies on it or not. But I do a lot of English muffin pizza um, or pita pizza, for example. Yes. Right. So that's kind of the melted cheese has its own category for me. Um, it's like the melted cheese and veggie category. Okay. But then when you say English muffin pizza, that also opens up the line of like, we've done tuna melts oh, yeah. as a, a great, like as a recipe, a yo-yo dinner actually on Didn't I Just Feed You? And that's like a really great place where you can add some more veggies. Bring it. So let's talk about it. So we have tuna salad. We have chicken salad. You can use chickpea, chickpea salad. salad, canned salmon salad, all of those things. Add some chopped celery, add some shredded carrot. And, if, you know, for things like that, I'll actually chop the shredded carrots too. That way they're more combined and it's not these long strands that sometimes mm-hmm. kids can want to like pick out. Even chopped cherry tomatoes can go in those salads nicely. Chopped spinach, if you're bold and your kid will handle it, (laughs) that can go in there. Listen, that's just a reality, right? Like some kids, they see anything green in there and it is a big fat note for them. But, you know, corn can go in a lot of different salads. And then we're also now veering into like pasta salad territory. So Mm -hmm. I often will buy a box of cut pasta for the week, cook it, keep it in the fridge, and then use it in all different ways for Oliver's lunch because he loves pasta so much. So I can... I was thinking about this the other night. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think you're the person who finally convinced me that anytime I boil water for pasta, I should not like I should just cook the whole box because it's infinitely Oh, usable. cook the whole box. Girl, you have little yeah. kids. Okay, so one whole box for dinner. Yeah. And then I scoop <laughs> that out and then I cook a second box. Yes. And the second box, you know, the water starchy, you know, just like watch the time. But listen, this is not picky. The second box is really for all of our school lunches. It's usually yeah. like bow ties or penne or something like that. And then you can make any kind of pasta salad with a vinaigrette and peas and olives and corn and halved or quarter cherry tomatoes. You can make a mayo-based one and also add all those veggies, shredded carrots again, celery. There's a lot that you can do. Either in a pasta salad, I love doing tuna pasta salad. Again, you know, scallion, shredded carrot, celery, a mayo-based tuna, and then some of that pasta that's just been sitting there ready, waiting for me to use it in the fridge. Tomato sauce. If your kid just likes pasta with tomato sauce, you can throw some veggies in there. I was going to say one thing that hits really well in our house are those sort of like baked pasta muffin cups where you take like pre-cooked pasta and toss it with 
lots of cheese, tomato sauce. That's where you can incorporate some spinach for my kids or grated veggies. And then maybe you throw an egg in there and you bake the whole thing in muffin cups. And then those are really easy to pack throughout the week. Yeah, me. Yes. Okay, so I think that takes us through a lot of the like salad options. If you have kids who like salads too, like don't be afraid to pack a salad for lunch. There are all kinds of cool new lunchbox containers too that have, they're made for, I think people assume they're made for grownups because people assume that kids don't like salad. But my kids like salad. So, you know, they're a little picky about what goes in it. But think chopped salads. If your kid likes some veggies but doesn't love leafy greens, you don't have to put the leafy greens, you know? If your kid likes baby spinach or romaine, like chop that up and pack it separately, you know, with the dressing separate and they can dress it themselves at school. That's great too. It's also a great way to use up leftovers. You have a partial can of chickpeas. You have just a little bit of rotisserie chicken leftover. You know, you put it on the side and it's kind of a DIY mix it all together thing. Something about you saying that made me think my kids love lettuce wraps when we have them at home, which can be a really great way to get more veggies in. And I never thought to pack them at lunch, but that you totally could, especially with like a planet box where you put like the filling components in one area, you wrap the lettuce leaf separately, yes. and then they can kind of like build their own at lunch. Totally. Okay. This is a little crazy. I love crazy. Let's hear it. I talk a lot about like either breakfast for lunch or just in general using pancakes or waffles as your bread. You know, when we talk about like thinking outside of the box, we talked about this a little bit in our sandwich episode. But if you're making pancakes or waffles, maybe on the weekend make a batch that's savory. So that can be literally just adding spinach to pancakes and making green pancakes that you then serve with syrup or making, you know, waffle batter that you throw in some cheddar and some corn and some black bean and scallion and maybe zucchini noodles that you've chopped up or something like that and make savory waffles. And then you can have them on hand for the week. You can freeze a bunch so that you're not feeding them that like four times in one week, (laughs) which might (laughs) backfire. And then also you know, it doesn't have to be a traditional pancake, fritters of all kinds. Yes. I had fritters on my list. And in fact, one of the things that I found works really well for my slightly picky eater is a single veggie fritter. So instead of like what you're talking about with the pancake or waffle batter, where you're like doing lots of different veggies to do like just a corn fritter or just Beautiful. a zucchini fritter with, and with lots of cheese, sometimes that can be like the main dish. Yes. Of, lunch or like hummus for dipping it in to get a little more protein in there. Yes. Love a fritter in our house. That also, and like the breakfast conversation reminds me that muffins are one of those great delivery vehicles and something that you can like make ahead. You know, you freeze half a batch for a future week and you serve one batch or like the other half of that week. Um, Anything from like sweet potato and carrot with like apples and kind of like lean sweet to something that's like purely savory where you're incorporating like spinach and chives and ham and cheddar cheese into it. Yum. I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's like batter based things, right? Yes. I want to talk about vegetarian sandwiches. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it can be very easy if you're not feeding a vegetarian or vegetarian yourself to just go to lunch meat, which is great. But smashed avocado and cucumber, cheese and tomato, just tomato. Like at the beginning of the school year, tomatoes are still beautiful if your kid likes them. I mean, we get it. Not every kid likes tomato and a lot of kids would scoff at a tomato sandwich. So this is really about thinking about what your kid likes and building on that. Oliver loves shredded carrots. Cream cheese and shredded carrot is a staple sandwich for him. Yes. And then I do everything bagel seasoning or a version of it that doesn't have sesame seeds because we can't send sesame seeds in. But he loves that. I love what you're unlocking here, though, because I think a lot of us think veggie sandwich and they think of the like very elaborate sort of like farmer's market like yes. you get at a deli where it's like hummus and shredded this and shredded that and there's uh, sprouts on top of it and then there's like another spread on top but a veggie sandwich can literally be bread cream cheese and yeah i mean yes that. <laughs> that is what my kid eats a hundred percent we need that permission slip a hundred percent. And you know, your spreads can be like hummus. We talked about salads before. Egg salad is a, or chickpea salad is a vegetarian salad that can be kind of a spread if you want to think of it that way on a veggie sandwich. Other soft cheeses besides cream yes. cheese, like croissant or goat cheese, if your kids are into that. Love it. And then some things that are like sauces i don't know i was thinking could you do like tzatziki and do olives and tomatoes and stuff on there or other like even just do greek yogurt as you would mayo and pile on a couple of veggies totally like a little squirt of lemon maybe a crumble of feta if your kid eats that you don't have to but like yes yes and yes and also on these sandwiches Like you're saying, it doesn't have to be a stack of crazy vegetables. I feel like a lot of times people judge vegetables like lettuce, a lettuce and tomato sandwich. That's not a real veggie sandwich or like that isn't going to give them super nutritional benefits. Except let me tell you something. If you serve them their broccoli on their dinner plate and then a side salad that was pretty much just lettuce and tomato and cucumber and they ate both, you'd feel like a freaking rock star. <laughs> like, what's the difference? So the lettuce and tomato was eaten in their sandwich at lunch and it alleviates the pressure. Now at dinner, you just serve that side veggie. You don't have to worry about also making a salad. It's the same intake, but I do think that sometimes for some people, psychologically, it feels different. I think that we've hit on this in like our recent vegan episode, like there is a psychological shift to like, what is a main, what is, what makes something a main dish versus what makes it like a veggie side. And to that, like, also, I love the thought of like, okay, so you make a veggie sandwich, but maybe there's also like frozen chicken nuggets yes. in there. so you're not worried about their like protein intake and it's just another like really appealing opportunity for them to try veggies yes i think that another way to go is to also think about novel presentation so we've been talking just about like ideas and like recipe ideas I know. right and you know i'm like i wish you could see me giggling right now <laughs> with getting this I love a make it cute moment. There Please you go. Say more. Well, I, you'll probably have more ideas than me because for me, it's like put it on a stick. I don't know. I mean, also, like my kids are a little bit older, like pinwheels. I mean, there is something to this idea that 
food is, there's a visual component to how we enjoy food. So like an entirely, if you have a younger one, especially if you have an entire like rainbow lunch and it doesn't have to be crazy, right? Little, like you find purple broccoli at the store or a pink radish or green cucumbers, red bell peppers, or you can get a bag of those tricolor peppers, Mm -hmm. raspberry, clementine, pineapple, edamame. These are all things that are easy to grab in the produce section or in the freezer section that, you know, you just put together a certain way. And now you have a rainbow lunch. Like I'm not talking about food art here. You know what I mean? Maybe you finish right. it off with some fancy sprinkles on something as the treat. Or they they have the, the like edible gold stars, yes! which honestly have no flavor to them in the best way. And I've put those on like tomatoes, like a little yes! tomato and cucumber skewers. It's super cute. I'm into it. It's kind of like the way you can use flaky salt yes! to decorate. Totally. Great yeah. presentation. Sprinkles. Make it fun. Uh, school lunch, I've done all one color. Like everything is green. Get spinach tortilla wraps. Get green grapes. Get cucumbers and celery or edamame. Mash up an avocado. And like, okay, so maybe your kid doesn't normally like, I mean, you know, it depends. <laughs> it's on a spectrum. But like when everything's green, it's a little bit more fun than just seeing a spinach tortilla, you know? Yeah, not every kid will be. And open you don't to have that. to go green That's either. True. It could be like red totally. because they red's or their favorite yellow. color. Get mangoes yeah. and you know that yellow sliced cheese and the yellow pepper. Putting su- stuff on a stick, cutting little cherry tomatoes at an angle, and then putting them back together on a stick so they look like a heart with little mozzarella balls. I love the little like food picks, which are not as long as like an appetizer kind of toothpick. They're kind of short and I'll just put like one or two, like if I'm making a little chopped salad where it's things like cherry tomatoes and cubed cucumber, I'll just put one or two in it. And then it's like, that's the utensil you, it makes a game out of it. Like you're skewering the tomato and then eating the tomato and then trying to grab a cucumber. And there's an opportunity to like have fun and make it cute at the same time. Totally. And I feel like the, you know, the collective eye roll of like, buy a couple of small cookie cutters to cut out <laughs> shapes of your red bell pepper or your cucumber or whatever. But you could also do some of that, like having fun with the shape of the veggies without buying cookie yes. cutters. Like you can cut triangles of peppers or make little stars of the cucumber just by the way you like wedge out the side of it. Totally. And I do think also think about what your kid likes at home. You know, we mentioned broccoli, like your kids really like broccoli. Is there a way to put broccoli into lunch too? Because A, again, it alleviates dinner. B, if they eat more broccoli at dinner, who cares? Great. That's a ton of broccoli. Not a bad thing. <laughs> it, it hits the mark. Except for the toots at bedtime. <laughs> Since both of my kids have stopped eating broccoli, which is recent experience. But Oliver likes sweet potatoes. And for some reason, it took me a really long time to realize that I could buy those fingerling sweet potatoes, roast mm-hmm. them on Sunday, and literally put a sweet potato in his lunch. Like that's it. Or to slice it and then drizzle honey on it, or to put a little bit of fluff 
in a container next to it and sweet potato and fluff. He also likes delicata squash. Like if you cut the rings, put that in an air fryer. I mean, listen, that's not like a recommendation that is just like everybody listening is going to be like, great idea. I'm going to do that tomorrow. But think about what your kid likes. Because if there's that one-off thing that they like, you know, some vegetable in the air fryer or some random thing, incorporate it into lunch. I'm so glad you mentioned fluff because it also unlocks the whole like veggie plus a dip situation, which I know we get very rote with like carrots and ranch because one of my kids just like will eat a whole bag of carrots that way. But that doesn't have to be the only dip that you can incorporate. You can make like homemade vinaigrettes to dip in. I love the idea of something sweet like fluff and sweet potatoes. You could do that with even like sweet potato fries, like frozen ones yes. you throw in the air fryer. Yes. I was trying to think of there's the very classic like yogurt, peanut butter, honey. and honey for fruit. But I wonder if there's something like miso lemon yogurt that would just be screening on veggie on raw veggies too so good or how about just our favorite not just dressing that stuff is yeah i mean that's exactly what i was trying to replicate (laughs) yes 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 okay we should quickly before we sign off talk about sweets but there was one other thing i wanted to go back for breakfast for lunch because I want to revisit eggs and also talk about how you can whisk vegetables into eggs too. Like an egg sandwich for lunch. You can even do bacon on the side. Have you ever done that? Just like strips of crispy bacon? (laughs) No, I have definitely like when I've done like waffles or pancakes for breakfast, but you blew my mind in the sandwich episode recently where you were like, yeah, I totally scramble eggs and send those as like a a lunch sandwich. And I was like, wait, what? Yes. So I still need to do that and try incorporating yeah. some And eggs are a great there. vehicle for any vegetable that your kid likes and accepts, hopefully, if there's yes. something. <laughs> so should we talk about the sweets? I actually don't have quite as many ideas about incorporating vegetables into sweets because that's not my bag, generally speaking. <laughs> it's not. You say that, but really expertise. like in the last year... The last two years, you have gotten more into everyday baking. Yeah, but I don't put veggies. <laughs> true, true. Okay, so when you initially said that, I thought of one, like energy yes. ball kind yes. of treats, like, because you can do like carrot cake. And again, like, I feel like we've talked about carrots so often, but they do really hit that, like, great. They're easy. They're inexpensive. They're kind of sweet leaning anyway, so they're great to incorporate in things like an energy bite. Uh, Also, again, like muffins where you could do like carrot cake or like a hummingbird muffin kind of thing to get some veggies in there. And then I'd also look at breakfast cookie recipes. I can't think of any off the top of my head that include anything other than carrots or squash or pumpkin. But still, those like all count. This is like the place where I'd pull out a can of pumpkin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that. There yes. you go. <laughs> done, done, done. Oh, what about also, smoothies? Packing smoothie cubes. Yes. I like really think that smoothie, people think they can't pack smoothies, which is a weird thing to me because one, you can like freeze them like a smoothie bowl and then your kid can eat them with a spoon 
or pack them in a reusable cup and they'll be thawed by lunchtime. They also help keep the rest of the lunchbox cold. I don't know why, but smoothies also made me think of one other dessert adjacent thing, which is like zucchini breads. Yum. And I love zucchini bread. like chocolate zucchini muffins. Kitchen had a great recipe. And actually, I think it's from our friend Elizabeth from Brooklyn Suppers, who was with us the night didn't I just feed you was born. <laughs> and it's very much So there's like tons of veggies in it and it gets like a Parmesan cheese crust on it. It's really good. I'll we'll link to awesome. it in the show notes. That's not necessarily a sweet, but just another like a, a loaf bread that you can make, a quick bread that you can make any weeknight or on the weekend and then add to lunches. Before we say goodbye. Can we do an old school quick fire? Oh my glob, yes. Okay, I want to just quickly talk about older kids lunch. Like, let's not elaborate, just throw out ideas for older kids. I feel like a lot of what we said is applicable across the ages from preschool yeah. to high school. You know, you would just adapt the size and, you know, maybe shift things around a little bit. But can we just talk a little bit about lunches that maybe you can either prep ahead or your team can kind of put together because I think that will help parents with older kids. Hi, raising hand. Okay. Also though, it can start to give you ideas for your lunches, yeah, for me right? Personally. Yeah, for you mm-hmm. personally and for all of us, because I think it feels like a chore to have to like help or bolster or support a teen making their own school lunch. But I find that when I do that through my shopping, through a tiny bit of prep, through a little bit of thought, I end up eating better lunches too. I adore that you think that I know what (laughs) is cool. (laughs) Like, okay, well, let's just start brainstorming, right? Let's just start brainstorming. Go ahead. What'd you think of? Okay. First thing I thought of was you talked about salads earlier and I really was like, oh, I bet there's something there for like tweens, teens, because I think of like all the popular salad places. Yes. I'm going to say salad places very loosely, like a sweet green. People are really into sweet green. And like, I know, I don't know why. I think the kids on TikTok (laughs) are into sweet green. (laughs) Isaac loves sweet green. Okay. And then like Chipotle, because they have like the bowls, which can be sort of salad-esque, right? Like there's rice and beans and there's probably a protein, but then there's also like avocado and pico de gallo and can be like corn and lettuce in there. Um, So thinking a little bit about like fast food favorites. Yeah, see how good you are. That are like veggie forward. But then that also unlocks another thought for me, which is doing some meal prep on Sunday or like planning for next overs, like leftovers throughout the week that can build up to kind of creating a buffet of stuff that can be turned into lunch. I think this woman I follow, her name is Talia Corin. She runs work week lunches. So it's a meal planning service, but with the, like through the lens of meal prep. So like all of her recipes are really meal prep friendly. And she has a couple of recipes that she refers to as like buffet style meal prep, which is like, okay, so you're going to cook some chicken breast, but you're also going to roast some sweet potatoes and you're going to cook this other veggie and cook this rice. And then that's like a really easy way for your older kids to build yes kind of a cool meal prep. Totally. Fast and fit. And I don't then, know where I'm going I know, with I'm it. there. I'm so with you. You're not lost. Okay, you okay. You are found. You are in the right place. I totally agree with you. Prep some rice, 
prep the pasta like I was talking about, buy some frozen things. We did a mini episode for our supporting members about Trader Joe's meals. But, you know, like thinking about like, okay, the frozen stir fry vegetables at Trader Joe's, like quickly cook those up in a nonstick pan in two seconds and prep some long noodles. And then your teen can have a like, quote unquote, low main type salad or lunch. Yes. So noodle salads, regular salads, chopped salads that are really big with, you know, all different things like you're talking about. Just it's a matter of getting the fun ingredients and having them on hand, like, you know, chickpeas that were in the air fryer. And maybe you dice the cheddar for your teenage boy who will look at the cheddar and be like, I want cheddar in my salad, but I'm not going to chop cheddar for myself. Ask yeah. me how I know. Bowls, anything kind of taco-y. <laughs> Right? Like prep some taco meat or ground meat in all different ways. We have an entire episode on ground meat. So Mm -hmm. prepping it and then having shredded cheese, canned beans. Again, the difference between having a can of black beans in the cupboard and on Sunday night, you, mom or dad, caretaker, opening the can of black beans, draining it, rinsing it, and putting it into a Tupperware is... You've taken four minutes, but it is literally the difference between your teen eating black beans and not eating black beans. <laughs> yes. Because in the can, it is not seen as it's too much work. It is not for them. seen as a potential too ingredient. Much. But open, rinsed, ready to pour into a lunchbox in the fridge, it is seen as an ingredient to be used. So those are just some quick tips. And hey, sounds like I'm making fun of Isaac. It sounds like I'm making fun of teens. The same is true for me. Like when I'm rushing during the work day, I don't want to be bothered to open the bag. I'm uh, I'm moving fast. If the black beans are waiting, I I have like 20 minutes where I'm going to eat lunch. So I need it to take only 10 minutes to assemble. But also you saying that like the, the idea of thinking about convenience foods and how to make it convenient is also like, what are some of their or your favorite like convenience foods? Remember when you unlocked the like Subi egg bites from Starbucks for all yes. of us? Like the way to make them in the air in the instant pot. That's so helpful because that's something where if I was like really in a rush, I would do a Starbucks drive through and get like a sandwich or egg bites totally. and whatever to drink. Right. So I, why wouldn't I also enjoy that at home? Yes, totally. Well, wow. We had a lot of ideas for vegetables and lunch. I know. I was like, I have nothing to bring to <laughs> this episode. That's not true. <laughs> and then here, and we, then are, here we are, 38 minutes and later. And what I really want to know is what our community thinks of all this, because they always have the most brilliant ideas and they build on what we say and bring their own ideas to the table. So join us. All you have to do is visit didn'tijustfeedyou.com slash community. And you guys, you need to know that there is a free listeners group space. So you don't have to necessarily become a supporting membership to get the benefits. But if you do become a supporting membership, you also get some major bonus stuff, including two exclusive episodes every single month, live events with me and Megan, lifetime access to a private Instagram feed, and so much more. 
Speaking of Instagram, you can find us there as at didn't I just feed you. You can also subscribe to our newsletter from there or from our site. And you really want to do that because every week we send out an exclusive recipe to our newsletter subscribers and our favorite find from the week, which includes like party ideas, new ingredients, new places to shop for groceries, all that good stuff. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next week. A lot of kids in my school say they don't like broccoli, but I don't agree with them. I think broccoli's really good, especially when it's roasted. And it's nice and buttery. It tastes so good. I don't agree with my friends at all. 